Hello, and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane, I'm a mother of three, living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. As minimalists, our lifestyles are characterized by the pursuit of simplicity and freedom from possessions and consumerism. That said, sometimes we find ourselves weighed down and just dealing with tasks or responsibilities that we cannot manage. Sadly, there are only 24 hours in a day. So the question becomes, how can we pursue freedom without feeling buried along the way? The answer might be outsourcing, but how exactly do we outsource as minimalists and what about costs? Or the fact that I tend to be a little bit of a control freak. Answering these questions and more is entrepreneur and a friend of mine, Rachel Luther. Rachel has spent the last 10 plus years learning what it means to minimize her tasks and responsibilities so that each yes has the greatest impact, whether it's for her family and her business or as an actor. She was a virtual assistant before people really even knew what that term meant, and she has learned that outsourcing, whether in business or at home, isn't merely hiring a VA. It requires creativity as you prioritize your passions and you free your brain of the mental clutter and the responsibilities that are really taking the time away from your true skills and your passions. I really can't wait for you to hear this one. But before we get to the conversation, I wanted to encourage you to leave a rating or review if you haven't done so yet. Oh my word, we are 14 away from 600. Thank you to those of you who have written ones already. Guys, if you are holding out, please, we only need 14 more to get to that 600 before the new year. Thank you so much for the support. I do read every single review, and it's been really fun to see some of you share your favorite episodes, even going back to a couple of years ago. So thank you for listening, and I appreciate it. As for my minimalist moment of the week, it has to do with simplifying my homeschool schedule. It only took about a month to see that I filled up our week with far too much. I figured that the beginning would require a lot of trial and error, so I have minimized the number of things that we're doing each week and I plan to follow a bit more of a daily structure. I like the idea of just going with the flow in certain ways, but sometimes that can be to our detriment because my kids will start playing with one another and then before I know it, the morning has passed and we haven't gotten much done. So. I want to encourage the free play while also sticking to more of a structure during certain hours. For those of you that don't homeschool, this is probably pretty boring, so I'll stop there. Enjoy this conversation with Rachel. Rachel, thanks so much for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I wanted to have you on the show because your world revolves around outsourcing and you can tell us more about your business here in just a second, but I wanted to talk about how outsourcing is a minimalist concept. And why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself to the listeners, tell them a little bit more about your business, and then you consider yourself to be a minimalist. Yes. So my name is Rachel Luther. The best way to say, to jump to the minimalist thing first, initially I would have thought and said no. I don't think I'm a minimalist. Now, as I've learned more about it over the years of listening to your podcast and studying minimalism as something that I'm interested in, that I realized I am a minimalist, but not in the same way that everybody else is. And I've realized over our many coffee dates and happy hours that minimalism comes in many forms. And just the idea that it's the pursuit of freedom as what I've I've heard you say and realizing that, oh, that is what I do, but I do that with my time. 
And I do that to be very intentional with what I choose as far as what goes on my calendar and what's on my to-do list. I may not be as intentional as some about what I choose as far as what's in my kitchen pantry. (laughs) I may have more gadgets than most people, but I definitely am that way with my time. And um, that then has evolved into other areas of my life for sure. Uh, But yes, so I am a minimalist. I realized over years, which I found really exciting. And as far as who I am and what I do, I am the owner of Check Off Your List, which is a full service back office support team of virtual assistants. So we support small businesses, entrepreneurs, and growing businesses as they want to scale by providing them back office support through social media, through bookkeeping, through HR, through web design, graphic design, and executive assistance, all sorts of things that a business owner realizes they need help with, but they don't have those skills themselves. And so we just come along and support businesses and entrepreneurs by allowing them to focus their time on why they started a business on what they find is most important, whether that's business related or life and running around with kids or a hobby or golfing or whatever it would be. And so that is essentially what my business is and how I became a minimalist with my time. Really? Honestly, you have to be a minimalist with your time in order to juggle all the roles that you have. I mean, tell, tell the people just the many roles that you're juggling. I can think of four (laughs) off the top of my head, but am I missing any? Uh, well, I'll, I'll start talking and we'll see. So I run a company of 20, some people that does back office support. So that is check off your list. I also homeschool my children. So I have four children ranging from kindergarten to sixth grade that I homeschool. And then I also am a uh, local actor here in the Columbus theater and film scene. So I do that as well. So those are just a couple things that I, that I do that you're probably thinking of that, that brief list, but they're all very involved. And I do a lot with each of those. And each of those can be a full-time job. They Mm -hmm. take a lot of hours every day. And so oftentimes I'm asked like, how do you do all of that? And it's really in being selective of what parts of each of those things I do, Mm -hmm. what I say yes to, what I say no to, Mm -hmm. and really guarding my time and knowing where I make the most impact so that I can focus that valuable time there. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You are still a really great friend and prioritize friendships and relationships. We have poker nights at your house and you have the ability to put that in your schedule. I think some people are like, wait, I don't even know when I'm going to get together with my friends, or I don't know if I have the time to go on date night or this or that, but it really is about, and and we talked about this on last week's episode, prioritizing what is the most important to you. You may have various roles in your life, but you come up with the priority in each of those roles And maybe that is a priorities list, which I try to avoid priorities and just have the one idea. But all that to say, I want to know how can outsourcing be practiced in a minimalist lifestyle? Yes. So in a minimalist lifestyle, I would say the best way to outsource, honestly, this is for any lifestyle, but the best way to outsource is to be creative about it. Mm -hmm. So many times, especially in the world that I'm in, I'm often in the business world on business podcasts and doing business things. People immediately think of a virtual assistant. I need to hire a VA. I need to outsource with a contractor. And while I fully support that, that is what my company does. That's not always the solution. There are some very creative ways to outsource. And so I would say how you do that would be the way that you prioritize and strategize and go through the process of outsourcing. And what I mean by that would be 
the the nuts and bolts like this is how i would recommend thinking through your day to day so um hopefully this will answer your question along what you're what yeah. you're thinking but what i what i tend to do is put everything on a to do list that's everything that i'm responsible for nothing too big nothing too small like everything goes on that list that's on my calendar on my kids calendar anything that i'm responsible for at home or you know, in the theater world or whatever that would be, insert your things. You have, you know what they are right now. You're thinking of them. <laughs> and so you start making that list and prioritizing which things you personally have to touch, what things require you, your skills, your unique input in order to be successful. And those are exactly where you want to focus. And you're right. I love that whole thing about, you know, you can't have multiple priorities because the most important thing is what you prioritize, but we all have different areas of our life. And so I think you can have a priority in each area and that's okay. That's my personal opinion about that. But so as you look at each area of your life, you'll see what your priority is there. So as a homeschooler, I prioritize the time with my kids, the time sitting on the couch, working on a math problem, or the, the time at the kitchen table and writing a paper or whatever that looks like, tracing letters, you know, depending on the age. That's what I wanted to do. I did not want to do lesson plans. That's not why I'm a homeschool mom. That was not what I was interested in. I never wanted to be a teacher. I did my time, so to speak. <laughs> like I always said, I'll never homeschool. I did my time. And mm -hmm. here I am. <laughs> so uh, I realized that that was an area that I could outsource. So I actually have a certified teacher who does my kids' lesson plans. And at the end of the day, she does it better. She does it faster. And the kids learn more and more quickly. And they're more engaged because the lessons are better than when I was doing them myself. So by outsourcing, I did a lot of things there. I The lessons are more effective, but then my time with my kids is actually better quality time because they're more interested, they're more engaged. And I also didn't have the stress of planning and trying to just do the best I can and, you know, get as much as uh, on paper so that I can, you know, get a lesson together and um, I'm able to spend time with them. And so I'm doing more of what I wanted which was the quality time, I'm able to prioritize and spend my priority with them by outsourcing that. And that is not something that you would think someone would outsource. That's not your first thought when you think of outsourcing would not be, oh, a lesson planner for my kid's school. You might think a tutor, but I'm even talking just someone to plan the lessons and send me links to instructions and to PDFs and to all those types of things. So mm -hmm. getting creative in the way that you outsource. So that's one example that I would say as you look at your to-do list and you try to minimize your to-do list, that would be the process. So thinking creatively. So as you put everything on that list and then you look at it, you're going to start to see trends. You're going to see you have an a, ability towards something or you're inclined towards certain things. And so you're also on the other side going to realize that you're not inclined at all towards other things. So those are the things you end up doing late at night because you keep putting them off and now it's due tomorrow. It has to be done tomorrow. And so you're doing it at 12 and one o'clock in the middle of the night. Those are probably those things or the things that just keep looming over your head. For me, that might be wiping down all of my baseboards or cleaning up my whatever closet or different things like that. Those things that just, yeah, I really need to get to that, but I never do because it's not necessarily screaming for your attention in the most uh, important thing at that particular moment when you look at your to-do list. You can start to see a trend of those things and realize that there's somebody out there who can fill that gap. And mm -hmm. the important part about 
once you realize, oh, I need someone with this inclination. So I have someone who comes and cleans my house. It used to be every other week. Now it's once a month because my children are learning to clean more. Like that's something they need to be able to maintain and care for a house. So Mm -hmm. that is now their responsibility, but let's be honest, (laughs) they don't do a great job. So Mm -hmm. they're learning. So every so often it needs to be deep cleaned. So now once a month, someone comes in and deep cleans so that I know the last time that it was cleaned. That's something I don't have to scrub my toilet. I can do something else, but I know the last time that it was scrubbed really good so that if my nine-year-old goes in and I know he wiped it down with some cleaner and stuff, well, it's cleaner than it was. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's improved and he's learning and all of that. So it might even be just like a random every so often type of a thing to relieve the pressure of your mind and the things that are weighing on your brain, because that's, That's really, as you're trying to prioritize and focus on a certain thing, whatever your priority is, it's all the stuff that we have to keep in our brain that keeps us so distracted and unable to focus. And as moms, we do that for the majority of the house. Like, it's not just ourselves that we're worried about. We're worried about, did everybody get dressed? Did everybody brush their teeth? Did everybody eat dinner? And I have a very involved husband. He's very helpful in those things, but still it often comes back to my brain and me being the hub of our house. Mm-hmm. And I think we all relate to that. I was watching a show. I forget what we were watching, so I can't give credit to it, but it was not for me. Some, some mom said, you know, all the magic that happens around here, it's because of me. <laughs> and that is exactly it. The day-to-day of a, of a household is often due to the mom and the magic that they create by just keeping track of everything. So yeah. by eliminating things, you're more capable of doing that. And you can go those extra miles with your friends to plan a poker night and to take your kids to a play date or to, you know, find that hobby that you didn't do forever. For years, I wasn't an actor. I mm-hmm. trained in that, did that all growing up. And then for, oh, it's probably well over five years, probably closer to 10, but I don't remember that I didn't step foot on a stage really mm-hmm. because I had so many other things on my plate and mm-hmm. outsourcing is what let me get back to that mm-hmm. and to one of my passions and things that I wanted to do. Gosh, there's so many different paths we could take here. So one thing I really like that you said is that when you're deciding what to outsource, you see what it is that your hands have to touch, even metaphorically speaking. So one of my next questions for you was how do we decide what to outsource? But I feel like you pretty much answered that. Did you have anything else to say there? You know, I kind of bundled all of that together. I kind of preemptively answered where you were going. (laughs) No, I thought it was great. But I also want to talk about there is a writer, Ann Mueller, and she talks about, this is more so focused on minimalist business ownership, which you are, but Mm -hmm. she says fewer responsibilities lead to more meaning. So with outsourcing, if we're outsourcing those responsibilities, we find more meaning in the things that we're doing. Again, she's speaking more towards her business, but we can find, Mm -hmm. we can apply that to wherever we are. And then this is a little bit longer of a quote, but I really want to read it. So she says, take the time to eliminate the pointless, the superfluous, the questionable, then decide what you can hire out or delegate, then focus on the work that only you can do that you can do best and that you can do for the most impact on your business. So again, apply it to whatever area it is in your life that you need to do. You did it with homeschooling. You've done it in other areas of your life. You touched on everything that she really said there. I do think that this all comes back to the pursuit of freedom but as you're speaking with outsourcing, it can be, it, it can be costly. It, the more people you're outsourcing your mm-hmm. responsibilities to that can add up for people. And so 
I don't want it to seem out of reach for someone listening, the everyday mom. I mean, I feel like I'm there. I'm like, I've never wanted to outsource because I, I feel like I'm so cheap. I think you said to me at one point when we were sitting across from each other, you're like, well, time is money. And the fact that I Mm -hmm. spend my time doing everything for this podcast and I've never outsourced it because I just want my hand on everything. It's like, wait, maybe step back and you don't have to have a hand on every little thing, which we could go into why I'm a control freak, but let's not do that. (laughs) Let's go into my two questions that I had for you. And I want to challenge you with what if I am a control freak, but also what if it seems like a lot of money to outsource? So what are your thoughts? Yes. So to answer the control freak thing, because I can relate so much, I very much know how I want things and I want them my way. And I like things to be done the way that I expect. Mm -hmm. So I completely understand. And the primary thing that, that, that always comes down to is what is personal preference versus what is doing the job correctly. And the biggest thing when you really want to scale your business or as well as like your home and you want to make the most greatest impact because that's kind of what we're talking about here, then correct is better than my personal preference. And so I have to step back and realize where I'm getting in the way of myself with my personal preference. So for instance, in working with social media and that type of thing, or if you were editing the podcast or cleaning my toilets and my bathroom or the baseboards or whatever that is, is the way that I'm doing it the correct way? Is it the only way? Is it the best way? Uh, There's about 80% of that, that yes, this is true. For the podcast, there's a certain audio standard that you need to maintain just because you want it to be uh, not distracting. You want it to be easy to listen to as a podcaster, you know, like Mm -hmm. I get those, those same types of things. So there's a standard you need to meet, but then there's possibly going to be some personal preference things in there. I know there definitely is as far as cleaning goes at my house. There's a place for everything. I very much believe in like, if it doesn't have a home, it needs to go (laughs) that minimalist side of me coming out. And my kids don't always put things where they need to go. Mm -hmm. But am I okay with the fact that it ended up in the basket that's designated to go upstairs to their room versus it going up to their room type of thing? Well, did they do it depending on what I said, obedience, heart issue thing, but like the living room, is it good? Is it ready for whatever that next thing was? Then I need to be able to let that go and be okay with, oh, the toys ended up in their baskets to go upstairs, not already upstairs. So we can fix that and move on. And I think that's really what it comes down to that being okay with 80% because 80% is correct. That 20% is very well personal preference, but the best thing about that, which is where you really start to make a better impact is by outsourcing you are turning something over to someone who that is their their passion, their expertise, their they have experience and can improve it. So that 20% now all of a sudden is probably even more impactful because it maybe wasn't how you would do it, but it's even better. Handing my social media over to my marketing team and I may provide feedback that's like, well, why did we choose this? Yeah. And they're like, well, because the algorithms are saying this and the content better matches for this reason. And we're laying groundwork for blah, blah, blah. All those things that I literally pay them to do that Mm -hmm. is outside of what I even think about. So now what wasn't my personal preference or exactly how I would do it is better. And so that's how I tackle the control freak side of me to take a step back and go, okay, this is okay. And it's better. Ideally, that's when you know you have a good outsourcing relationship. It may not at first, there's a learning curve and there's figuring out what is 
correct and what is personal preference and where your lines are, because there are certain things like I do need certain things to be clean in my house. There is a line. Dishes mm-hmm. have to be scrubbed clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, food still on the dishes is not the standard. So my daughter will need to rewash that because it didn't meet the standard. But there are a lot of things that we need to let go. And it's actually letting go for the better of the whole scenario and the greater good. And yeah. that's where you start to get those exponential things. Do you get stressed out when planning a vacation? Where to go, what to do, where to stay? I've definitely needed some extra help choosing the perfect spot for my next family getaway, and that's why Apple Vacations is so great. As a minimalist, it's important to prioritize what matters most to me, and outsourcing the trip planning process really does take stress off my plate so I can focus on the priorities that I've already deemed most important. They're known as America's favorite vacation company for good reason. Just think of them as your one-stop shop for that next level vacation. Apple Vacations will help you plan your entire getaway with confidence from start to finish. We're talking personalized service, exceptional values, and so much more. Plus, you can choose the most gorgeous destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, Hawaii, and the continental U.S. Each all-inclusive Apple Vacations package includes round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, meals, drinks, entertainment, and tips. Non-stop transfers are also included at no additional cost at select hotels, so the entire vacation is as seamless as possible. For a limited time, you can use promo code SAND75 and take $75 off your stay at Live Aqua in Cancun or Punta Canta. Just go to applevacations.com slash minimalistmoms to get the steal of a deal to your favorite Live Aqua resort today. So as far as money goes, I completely understand that. And when I first started outsourcing, that was my exact fear. I think you hit on the two hot button things about outsourcing. How do I let go? Because we care about those things. And how do I afford it? I'm barely getting paid enough as it is. Nobody's probably making as much money as they want to. And Mm -hmm. there's never room in the budget. There's always something that you want to spend your money on. Mm -hmm. And so how do I afford it? There's a... The numbers person in me, I come from an accounting background as well as a performing background. Uh, The numbers person in me always takes it back to the numbers because numbers don't lie. And exactly what I had said to you, because I do believe we did have that conversation, Mm -hmm. your time is money. And Mm -hmm. so on a very base level to see how you can afford it is if you sell a service, if you are in a business, if you are a professional, an entrepreneur, what is your hourly rate worth? And looking at that number and comparing it to the cost of outsourcing, chances are whatever you're going to outsource is worth less or will cost less than what your hourly rate is worth. So that is very easy on the business side to do that math and realize, well, if I can just do more of what will generate more money because me doing what I do best, it more than pays for Mm. the virtual assistant, it more than pays for the social media management for whatever it is that you're paying for, because Now it's getting done faster because they're better at it. It's getting done better. So it's more effective and it costs less than you doing it because you can spend your time elsewhere. So Mm -hmm. it's exponentially cost-effective in that scenario. But then as a mom, as it might be stay-at-home moms listening, that type of thing where you're like, yeah, but I don't have that dollars for hours training. I am somewhere, I am somewhere else and focus somewhere else. I mean, there were, there were, years of my life where I was with my children 100%. And so that's a different scenario. And at that point, you absolutely do need to just think about time is money. And what are you prioritizing? What, what do you want to be doing later? 
And for me, as far as that goes, it was a mix of me pulling my weight. My husband also is another resource of outsourcing. Like he can also help and do certain things, which is a not always what someone thinks of. Making sure that you and your your husband are a are a unit and both helping. And I will, for lack of a better term, outsource to my husband. <laughs> we we do that type of a thing. And then also there are some pretty cost effective types of things that I used to do, like a kid swap or those types of things. Like we would often do a, you watch my kids on Tuesdays, I'll watch your kids on Thursdays. And now we each have a free day, which then allows me to have more time, my kids to have time with their friends. Mm -hmm. And so they don't look at it as time away from mom. It's valuable playtime, social time, development in other ways that they can't get with me. Yeah. So they're getting something better. I can accomplish more because I'm solely focused, but then the time that I have with them later is quality time. So there's a lot of creativity and just different, different ways that you tackle it. And mm -hmm. I'm a major fan of Amazon prime. <laughs> that is, that's yeah. my ultimate at home, like outsourcing thing. I rarely go to the store. If I can't get it on Amazon prime, I probably don't need it. And that's not quite true, but pretty close to true. And I will constantly have things delivered to my house so I don't have to walk into a grocery store or into Target or whatever. Ever since we started homeschooling, I very rarely go to the grocery store. Going to pick up my groceries in the parking lot is so much easier than taking everyone in. And it's actually grocery shopping was never that bad for us, even with three kids. I just am like, we don't have the time in our schedule. Time is prioritized mm -hmm. in different ways. Even if it's $5 to have someone pick all your groceries out for you, I feel like it's definitely worth that. Yeah. If you just start comparing it to what can you accomplish mm -hmm. in the time that you would have spent in the store, is it worth that $5? I would say yes. Yeah. Because I bet if you're anything like me, you probably spent more than $5 in extra groceries or whatever, because, oh, that looks good. And yep. you grab it and it might even be something healthy, something good, but it, mm -hmm. it wasn't necessary. And yep. so it's just an extra purchase and impulse buy that mm -hmm. you can avoid by spending that $5 and it's well worth the $5 shopping fee or even like, you know, $10 on Instacart type yeah. of thing to just have someone else do it. Yeah, absolutely. Rachel, this episode exceeded my expectations. So where can listeners find more from you if they want to connect and know more about outsourcing or even your business? So you can find me on social media. Obviously you can go to Instagram and find me at Rachel Luther. And then on Facebook, you can find me at checking off your list with Rachel Luther, and that'll take you to my podcast, social media, where you can follow me and keep up on things. You can also find my business website at checkoffyourlist.com. And so any of those ways you can certainly keep up on what's going on. So Rachel, I always end the show with asking two questions. And the first one is what is something that you're simplifying right now? AKA what is your minimalist moment of the week? So the things that I've, I've been simplifying right now, I'll just like talk off the top of my head and see if it's kind of what you're thinking. Okay. Um, I have been super hyper-focused right now as school has been starting to minimize my kids' activities. That's one. Like, what am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? What's truly educational for them? Like, what's worth it? The other thing, like, I'm in a constant state of minimizing my house. Currently have a box in my, the bottom of my closet that's always there, but is overflowing because it needs to be moved. And so that's something that I'm like, I just need to do that. So that also came to mind. When you like, when you said that, I'm like, well, I'm constantly minimizing right now. We're almost about to change seasons. So I've got, I'm minimizing the next wardrobe, that type of thing. So yeah. 
And my last one is what is something that you can't stop talking about? And it can be anything it can be minimalist related or just something you love. Okay. A couple things come to mind, which that's how I always tend to be. It seems like I'm like, well, what part of me are, am I, am I thinking about? Yeah. I, you mentioned poker nights. We are always like planning the next friend thing for yeah. sure. Like we do prioritize time with people and friends. So that's definitely something that like I am consistently. So when am I going to see this person next? When am I going to see this person next? Like that is something that I intentionally try to do. So that is something I love top of mind. Um, something else that I can't stop talking about, I will just talk and talk and talk forever about is outsourcing. And I love to sit down with people and talk to them about what's going on, what they're stressed about and what's weighing on them and talking through that with them and bouncing back and forth and creative ideas. Cause I love what I hear from them even and learning about things that they are doing. Well, I could, if only someone could do this for me, Mm -hmm. I had not thought of that. That's not a need that I had, but that's amazing. And so that is something else that I can just love to talk about. And we'll talk about for hours. I should have asked you about that when we, when we met the other night, I'm like, dang it, I have <laughs> probably a lot that you could help me outsource. So next time, next time we get together. Um, well, Rachel, again, this was a great conversation. Thanks so much. I hope people check you out and I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. What did you think of the episode? Rachel mentioned swapping days with another mom to not only benefit you, but your children too. I am all about methods that are cost efficient and benefit all involved. So what are your thoughts? Do you have an area in your life that needs outsourced? I'd love to know. I invite you to keep the conversation going at minimalistmomspodcast.com. There you'll find links to the Instagram account, Facebook page, and where you can find me all around the web. Thank you for joining up on this journey. I wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less.